0: Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season, His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. God bless you. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. All throughout scripture God gives us the choice. The power to choose. We even talked about it this morning. Making the right choice. Making the right decisions. Making up our minds to stay. That's what we talked about today. Choosing to stay and not to leave. Choosing the right path and the right way because After all, it all boils down to this. It is our right, it is our choice, and it is our decision. It is the power to choose, the power to decide to stay, or the power just to walk away. God gives everybody. Would you say that God gives everybody a choice? He said in his word, in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse number 26, He said, Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. Today I'm giving you a choice. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. And a curse, if ye will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day, to go after other gods which ye have not known. He basically said, it's all up to you. What do you want? What do you desire? Do you want me to bless you and your family and your children and your kids? Or do you want a curse upon you and your family and the generations to come? He said the choice is yours. Can I tell you today that God wants to bless you? But he says this. If you don't want the blessing, then you're choosing a curse. There's no gray area here. Many people say, well, you know, I I, I don't really want to live for God, but I don't want to live for the world, and so I don't think I'm really lost. The Bible said he would rather that you're cold or hot. But because you're lukewarm, he said, I'll spit you out of my mouth. God said, there's only two options. A blessing or a curse. Life or death. Joshua understood this principle. When he began to lift up his voice and declare in Joshua 24, 15, he says, and if it seem evil unto you, To serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the floods or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell in. But as for me and my house, you do what you want. But as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. What Joshua was doing was he was making a declaration And that declaration was, you do what you want to do. You believe the way you want to believe. Follow after your own desires. Follow after your own lust. You live the way you want to live. For if it seem evil, it's pretty crazy. If it seems evil to serve the Lord, if you don't want to live for God, if you don't want to obey his commandments, If you don't want to live this life, if this holy life seems old-fashioned to you, if this holy life seems unfair unto you, if this holy life is too hard for you, if this holy life seems evil to you and you don't want to live it, then just go ahead and serve the gods of the Amorites. Serve your flesh. Satisfy the worldly cravings. If you don't want the blessing, choose the curse. But Joshua said, as for me and my house, we desire the blessings. We desire life. We desire his favor. We desire his covering. We desire his hand upon us. I've got news for you. If you don't want it, yes, I'm talking to you. If you don't want it, I do. We need some men and some women that'll make up their minds. If nobody else wants it, I want it. I want to serve God do what you want to make a horrible choice if you want to bring that curse upon you but I want the blessing I don't want death I want covering I want the anointing I want the hand of God on my life on my family on my marriage on my children if you don't want the blessing I want the blessing upon this church It's what I want. I want the blessings. I want life. That's why he said, behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. I realize that we are living in the last days. I realize that there will be those that are evil. Bible said there'll be those despisers of them that are good. It's a world we're living in right now. I realize that there'll be those that try to seek to take God out of the equations of our lives, out of our schools, out of our government, out of our nation. I realize that they will love darkness rather than light. But as for this preacher, As for this pastor, I want the blessing. I want life. I want him. I want God upon me. You got to make up your mind. I was watching a clip on on the news where uh, they were getting ready to affirm somebody and they were going to say unto God and they left it out. And somebody said, well, uh, you left out God. And the chairman was like, duh. We don't want to say it. And the senator said, well, our nation was founded on it. And the chairman said, well, if this offends anybody, we don't want to say it. Well, I hate to offend you today. I hate to make you mad. I don't want to make you mad. I don't want to offend you. But I'm telling you, I'm living in a nation that was founded upon God and the principles of God. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and love. I'm telling you, I want life. I want the blessings. Take it out if you want to, but I will not take it out. I want God in my life. And you've got to make up your mind. In this crazy pandemic, you've got to make up your mind. You want to live for God? Or you want to live for this world? Now, now let, let past your metal a little bit. Okay? Is it okay. Told my wife, I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I may teach. I don't know. Preach or preach, whatever that looks like. But I've got a problem with those that truly believe that we're living in the last days and yet won't engage with God during this crazy pandemic. They're fearful to come to church, but they're not fearful to go to the coast. They're fearful to worship God, but they're not fearful to go to the grocery store. Home Depot, Lowe's, stand in line. Uh Uh-oh, I told you I was going to meddle a little bit. That offends you, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm looking for your soul. I'm praying that Sunday, next Sunday, when we meet together, that everybody shows up. Why? Because we need to do our best when we understand the time that we can't forsake this. When you see this day approaching, forsake not the assembly of ourselves together. Well, Pastor, I don't think you should be talking like that. You know, Pastor Newsom, he ain't my pastor. And hopefully he's not your pastor. Hopefully I'm still your pastor. We've got a lot. Let me just keep meddling. Is that all right? We got too many surfers right now. Well, I don't like the way pastors preach right now. Let me go to another church. Let me see another live stream. I, I don't like that. He—he's coming. He's coming way too close to where I'm living. I need to see. I'm telling you, if we're not careful, that enemy will creep in unaware. And we'll have no idea that he's even in our home and he's invading everything that's godly, everything that's moral. I'm telling you, if there's ever been an hour, if there's ever been a time where the church needs to stand and be the church, it's this hour. We've got to stand up in an untoward generation and put our shoulders back and raise our head up and say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Is that all right tonight? pastor's trying to help you. We need one another. And I told you I'd never condemn you if you didn't feel safe about coming to church. But why don't you take an appraisal where you've been, what you've been involved in. You need the church. You need the body. You need to somehow get plugged in. Well, how can I get plugged in? Watch live streams. Why don't you get dressed like you're coming to church when you're watching live stream? Why don't you put down the popcorn? Why don't you put down the soda? And why don't you engage with heaven? Who knows? God could touch you. God could pour His Spirit out upon you, and you could be slain in your own living room. Could be that you could turn your home into a house of prayer. God, I want a godly home. I want a home where you live in. I want to have a home where you reside in. That's what I want. Amen. Let me stop meddling. I'll probably meddle a little bit more. Is that okay? Amen. Well, it's got to be because I got the microphone. <laughs> but the Lord gives us a game plan to follow. Turn to Psalms chapter one. He lays it out there. He tees it up for us. He said, if you follow it, you'll be blessed. If you obey it, you'll be blessed. If we live it, we'll be blessed. He lays it out right there. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that does not receive his counsel from ungodly sources. Blessed is the man that does not receive instruction on the ways of God from carnal people. Can I tell you today, there are a lot of people that love to speak into your life that knows absolutely nothing about the things of God. They don't love God. They don't seek Him. They don't put Him first. And yet they want to give you a word Well, I I don't think you have to do all that to be saved. I, I don't think you need a preacher in your life. I don't think that pastor should talk to you that way. How dare he ruffle your feathers? You don't have to bring your tithe to the storehouse and give offerings to the church. You don't have to pray and read your Bible every day. You don't have to go to church. It's not essential. It's not important. The carnal mind will never discern the things of the Spirit. So my question to you is this. Yeah, I'm meddling again. Why are you listening to the voices of the ungodly? do pastor a favor, cut them off. Run away from the naysayers. For blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Can I just tell you, we can't afford to act like the sinner's. We can't afford to adopt their conduct and the lifestyle of the sinners. Stop trying to be like the world. Well, but Pastor, we have to love them. You're right. But we don't have to condone their behavior. For we're supposed to be a light unto them. A city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid and we can't afford to let our light go out in the process so you better watch out who you hang with you better watch what you're involved in because you can't go out drinking with them and expect to win them to God you can't let their lifestyle influence you you got to guard you you, you got to guard what comes in Guard the eyes, for they're the gates of your soul. Blessed is the man that doesn't stand in the way of sinners. He goes on and says, nor sits at the seat of the scornful. Can I tell you, you can't afford to hang around people that love to gossip. You can't afford to hang out with offended people. If you hang out with offended people too long, guess what? You're going to catch that offense. And you're going to become offended. You can't afford to hang out with people that have nothing good to say. My mother would always tell me, if you don't have anything nice to say, Don't say it. We got too many people say, well, I don't have no filter. Well, you better pray through and get a filter. Quit trying to destroy. Quit trying to despise the days of new beginnings. When was the last time you gave somebody a positive remark? Been a while. Won't you try it? It may change you. As you can't afford to hang out people that are always tearing people down. Because you can't just sit there and not be affected by it. You can't just sit there without that venom. Get it inside of you for pretty soon you're not just hearing it anymore but now you're starting to speak it. And I don't have time to listen to vindictive words of the bitter. I don't have time to let gossip into this body. I don't have time to let negativity occupy this temple. Can I just tell somebody, ain't nobody got time for that. Blessed is the man that walks not in the council of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits at the seat. Of the scornful. Well, Pastor, you've been preaching on what we can't do. Preach on something we can do. I'm glad you made that remark because his delight is in the law of the Lord and doth he meditate day and night. I don't have time to let garbage in, but I do have time to let the word to begin to resonate in my life. I have time for the bread of life to fill my soul. You're right. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And I will meditate on the word of God day and night. For thy word is a lamp under my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Not against man, but against God. Blessed is that man that can get this word into their lives. Because if you could get this word into your life, guess what? It will start to produce. It will start to blossom. Verse 3 says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. And his leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth, it shall prosper. If you could just get this word into your life, it will change everything. It will produce fruit. It'll spring forth. Find somebody that wants to talk about the Lord. Find somebody that says, hey, I was reading the other day in Philippians and God just spoke to me a word. Find people that love to talk about the things of God and guess what? You'll start producing Better fruit. Because many people are not happy with the fruit they're producing. So if you're not happy with your harvest, change what you're planting. This crazy device that many of you are watching right now live stream, that's the best thing you can do with this device. You're watching something godly. Godly. You're watching something productive. Guess what? You are right now meditating on the word of the Lord and it's going to produce fruit if you let it. You know what this thing does? Maybe none of you has ever happened, but many times it'll tell me how long I've been on this thing in a day. It's an average. You know what I'm talking about? Why don't you find where you're putting the most energy in? I guarantee for many, it's not the word of God or the things of God. You say, Pastor, that's harsh. Pastor, that hurts. Well, it should hurt. Because he who he loves, he rebukes, he corrects. I want you to somehow lay up treasures in heaven where rust and moth will never corrupt. Well, how can I do that? By focusing our energy on things Above. Your leaf will not wither, and whatsoever your hands do, it will prosper. Can I tell you it's not an accident that you're seeing the blessings of God on your life? It's not an accident that your kids are saved. It's not an accident that the hand of God is upon you and upon your life. It's not an accident that God is enlarging your ministry because you've got this in your spirit. And when you get this in your spirit, it changes everything. The power of life and death are at our fingertips. It's called the power of choice. I want the blessings. I want to be saved. I want to hear God say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter in. That's what I'm looking for. That's my hope. That's my promise. That's what I will trust in. Because one of these days, God is going to call us home. And the only thing I do for Christ is the only thing that's going to last. Alex, would you come? I want the blessings. But listen to this. Verse 4. The ungodly are not so, but they're like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand In the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Can I tell you tonight that there is coming a day where the Bible said that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord? I want to make sure that I confess Him here. Right now. I don't want to be forced to confess them to the hallways of hell. I don't want to somehow miss the mark. But I want to make up my mind. God, I know I don't deserve it. I know I've made mistakes I know my family name is not the greatest I know I don't have a long list of apostolic heritage but God I can't change yesterday I can only change today so I'm making up my mind I'm deciding today that I want the blessings. I want life. I want to keep your commandments. I want to obey them not because I'm forced to but because I want to. Because God, I want to please you. I want to make you happy. For he sums it up in verse number 6 for the Lord knows the way of the righteous you say pastor what is righteous it's doing the right thing well what's the right thing understanding I could do more for him understanding I could spend a little more time in prayer. I could spend a little more time in the Word of God. I could meditate on a Scripture and His words. I could somehow get this engrafted Word of God engrafted in my soul because the Lord knows the way that I take. He knows the way of the righteous pastors challenging you choose life choose blessings choose him don't get mad because I tried to help you I remember years ago I was way too young to counsel but I found myself counseling with this guy who was a lot older than I was. I really didn't even know what I'd say. I didn't even have the answer to his question. But I knew his spirit wasn't right. And in the course of a conversation, he stood up with a defiant spirit. And I knew that spirit. And I looked at him. Because out of his mouth, he said, I'm older than you. And I don't have to listen to you. And I'm out of here. I said, you're right. You're older. Maybe wiser. But if you leave this room, your life is headed for destruction but if you'll sit down we can have a conversation about the Lord I was so thankful that he sat back down in that chair because all I knew to do was to say God could you come in could you help us could you help us navigate us I want to be pliable in your sight I want to choose you over my home, over my life, over my dreams, over my ambitions, everything I want to be saturated with you and your kingdom. Oh, would you lift your voice? Would you talk to the Lord? I want to give God my all. Everything I have, God, I'm giving it to you. It may not be much, but God, I'm giving it. I'm giving it to you. Come on. We got a few minutes. A few minutes left on this Sunday evening. Would you connect with a God that loves you? Would you connect with a God that's concerned about you that wants to bless you?
1: Oh God. I'm running to you. Run into you, God. I will give you all. Give you all, God. I
0: will give you all. Come on. All turn your home into a house world, of prayer. Let's me. talk to him.
1: I will Let's run to him. Hold. Choose you this and day. If my sacrifice Hallelujah. is less than giving you. you my very best let me remember calvary's cross and be willing to say yes i will give the no offer as a sacrifice to the one you love. Lord, is there not some other sacrifice that I could bring? But if that's what you'll ask, dear Lord, I'll give you every My very best. Let me remember Calvary's Cross and be willing to say yes.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. My wife just a few days ago came to me in sincerity just pouring out his heart to me wanting to be better that's how we should be when God begins to speak with us we've got to act upon that my wife is a wonderful woman of God she loves God and loves God's kingdom she loves people I am the the mean one, the cold hearted one. But I want to tell you, if I've ever done anything to you to hurt, harm, offend, please forgive, Pastor. Because I would never want to offend any of God's children. I don't want to be the cause of you not living for God. So if you've ever been offended at me, please forgive me. Know that everything I want for you is everything that God desires for you. You know, my dream, my goal, number one, I want to make it. But I want to see every one of you make it. Wouldn't it be something to have an ALC party up at heaven? Hallelujah, watch out. They can't handle to Larry. We're coming. We're going to be there. Amen. I love every one of you. God, we love you today. Thankful for your power, your spirit, your touch. God, and your anointing praying for your hand on every one of those that are listening, every one of us that heard your word. I'm praying, God, that we would give our lives to you wholly, not because we have to, but because we want to, because we want to please you. And I'm praying, God, that your protection and your favor and a mighty revival is fixing to pour out upon us. In Jesus' name, we love you. Clap your hands under the Lord. Do what you can. Please be here next Sunday. I know it's early. It's going to be 9.30 in the morning. But we're going to beat the heat and bring your your canopies, bring your chairs. And we'll have a great time in Jesus' name. And those of you that need to be in the cars, we'll have it set to your FM station. And you can worship God.